Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. Hot Goth Summerfest returns to the Blue Note Park for a second year, darker and louder than ever. Grab your tickets for Friday, August 11th at Blue Note Park for a stellar lineup with the Haley's, Poodle Paddle, Beth, and Akina. Also featuring a midnight set of industrial minimalist techno by Viva Non. Hot Goth Summer is supported by Little Brown Jug. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Hey folks, if you've been listening to the podcast over the past few months... You've probably heard a couple other episodes like this. This is the third in a series of episodes about the Future of Music competition, which has been happening once a month this summer at The Limelight, and it's being put on by Creative Side Entertainment Group, which is uh, run by local rapper Ezoman, who you might recognize as a regular, semi-regular guest on this podcast. And basically it's a showcase of local artists in the hip-hop and related genres, and it's an opportunity for them to introduce themselves to you know a larger audience in Winnipeg, show what they can do, and it's also a competition. So in the past two episodes, I've interviewed three or four of the rappers who are participating in each round of the competition, and the episode has come out before the show happens. Unfortunately, this one is coming out the day after the uh, round of the competition happens. So when you're hearing this, it happened yesterday. You missed this show, but there's still a bunch more as the tournament progresses and as the Future of Music competition uh, continues. It starts with a clip a mezzo man talking about how this whole thing works it's from the first episode on this topic i did and he's just kind of setting the scene and explaining what's going on and there's three other artists uh, who play radically different styles that are still influenced by hip-hop and uh, i have short interviews with each of them talking about what they do uh, why they're excited about this kind of competition and getting their their music out to new ears and so on so unfortunately yeah the timing just didn't work out on this one and uh, it's happening the day after the round of competition for the future of music happened but uh if you were there i'm sure you enjoyed it if you weren't there you can go to creative side entertainment's uh, various social media accounts and find out what happened who won uh, who's going on to the next round and things like that but uh, these are fun to do it's kind of like a repeat of my um uh, quick hits series that i did a few years ago where i would uh, have short 10 minute micro interviews with a bunch of local artists and um I haven't done those in a while, so this is kind of getting back to that sort of format, which I really liked. Um, so maybe I'll do more of those in the future, but stay tuned. So my name is uh, Enzoman. I am a musician. I am also the owner of uh, Creative Side Entertainment Group, which is located in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, we are actually an agency and we're very passionate into helping 
you know, Canadian artists. You know, and I'm talking about artists. I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking about everything that is embedded in arts. So we very passionate into helping Canadian and artists to be able to uh, take that route of deciding to become what they've been dreaming of becoming. And we try to do everything we can to support uh, their music or their dance or their arts in different ways. So um, last year was our first launch of a, one of the biggest, biggest events. It's called the Future of Music. And we ran that program for five months. And um, uh, it was a very, very successful program. Uh, the winner at the end of the idea, because the idea itself is to um, gather uh, financial, um, uh, um, some finances for these artists to be able to invest into their craft. Okay. They can use the money to go into the studio. They can use the money to shoot the music video. They can use the money to promote their music or whatever. So basically, we put the show together, and all the money that we get, we gather together, we give it to the, the artists at the end, whoever wins. So the template is like a competition template. It's like a versus. Uh, you see, like I don't know if you're familiar with uh, battle rap, sure. how they do battle rap. Yep. Yep. So, you know, that's that's an old old style of doing music. That's how you, usually people used to do it in hip-hop industry. And now there's this new way of doing it. We don't want just somebody to be there speaking or talking on top of the beat about something, about somebody or start insulting people. We want it actually to promote art instead. We want to promote their albums. So every single artist that is part of this project uh, is supposed to be to have an album and is supposed to have even an EP or very original songs because those are the songs that are going to be performed during the events, and then whoever artists that actually pleases the audience with their arts and the craft, the audience gonna vote, and then they move up to the next level, which is gonna be final. So we are going to use the same template for this year, uh, Future of Music. The name is Agelino, that's what I go for. You know, my art, my craft is all about like love, you know, spreading positive energy and just dancing, vibing and having a great time. You know, originally Nigerian, but came to Canada, you know, long time ago, about 11 years now. And, you know, I'm all about here to like just, you know, spreading great energy around. And I create Afrobeats, hip hop. You know, I like to think I'm very versatile because I am. And I'm all about, you know, coming with that energy. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much, you know, what I come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think that there's a... I've, I've noticed that recently, uh, even just in talking to people who are doing these shows, there's a lot of people uh, of Nigerian heritage that are, are in Winnipeg now performing music. It seems like there's been this explosion lately, which is really cool to see. Um, do you think that, that Winnipeg audiences are, are open to hearing uh, Afrobeats and styles that are maybe coming from somewhere that they hadn't heard of before? Because, I mean, obviously there's a big Nigerian population in Winnipeg, a growing one, but there's also tons of people who maybe this is their first introduction to that kind of music. That is true, that is true. And I'm glad that it's catching that fire, that flame, because, you know, it's spreading around the world, like, you know, like wildfire, like I said. Afrobeats is so piercing, like, you know, almost even hip-hop as well. You know, it's all about like the energy it gives to you. It makes you want to dance on your feet and just have a great time, you know, just 
bring people together in a great vibe atmosphere and people enjoy themselves. And I'm glad that people are catching on that because it's a new wave that I think a lot of people are not ready for, but they know what's coming. And, you know, people that are doing it know what they're doing. So I'm glad people like it, you know. What do you think is the appeal of it? Because I think that the main, the one of the obvious differences, I guess, between Afrobeats and the hip hop people are maybe more familiar with in North America is is the melodic aspect of it. Uh, a lot of the Afrobeats stuff I've heard is very melodic. That there's a lot more kind of um, more of a tune to it than just strictly rapping. Is that is that sort of part of what the appeal is? You think? Definitely, definitely. It's all about melodies, tunes. Um, I keep using the word vibe, but like it's more than just a vibe. It's like a it's a culture. Let's use the word culture. And, you know, it gets you grooving, you know. Hip-hop is more like, let's get lit. Afrobeat is, yeah, let's get lit, but more like a smooth rhythm with it. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what brings, you know, people towards it. For sure. And then I guess it also takes from, from, from dancehall as well, right? There's a lot of dancehall elements that are kind of mixed in with the Afrobeats and with the hip-hop. It all seems to be this kind of amalgam now of sounds. That's true. That's true. What does uh, this event mean to you? I mean, you know, as an opportunity to, to get your name out to maybe different listeners who haven't heard you before, how important is that to you as an artist? It's very important, you know. Any opportunity that I get to spread my music out there and just let people know what and who I am about, I think it's a great opportunity, you know. And it's not even about me. It's about seeing people enjoying themselves because I think... Once I create my tunes, I'm in my zone, my melody, my zone, like I said. But when people start to hear my words, because I'm all about positive energy, you know, great vibes and just, you know, just having a good time because there's a lot of negativity out there. But once you had a light, you know, any little light you can spread into the world, it starts to shine, you know. And I think this opportunity at this show is a chance for people to see a side of Afrobeats they haven't seen before. You know, yes, there's a lot of talent out there. You know, don't get me wrong. And I'm excited to meet and network with other artists and people who are going to be there, you know. But I think what I bring to the, you know, to the energy and to the industry is just a guy who believes in himself and knows that no matter how much negativity there is out there, with my lyrics and just the way I've evolved as an artist, people are going to, what's the word, just attract towards it and it's going to, you know, spread like, you know, like a virus, like COVID, but... But in a good way. Like <laughs> yeah. Good. You, ha- have you noticed that, um, you know, that, that kind of vibe happening when you perform live too? People people getting that, that positive energy from it? Always, always. Even before I started to perform, I'm always like, I see a lot of beautiful people in here. You know, you got to like let people know that you see them too. They're not just here to see you, but you got to see them as well. You know what I'm saying? So I think I've been getting a lot of energy, positive energy. I just had a show the other day and, you know, the crowd was feeling it. So I know I'm always confident when I step on the stage because I'm here to perform and show you why you should vibe with me, you know? Well, and I guess it's kind of a symbiotic relationship too where you, you're giving that energy out and if you get it back, that's just going to increase sort of your confidence on stage and your your vibe that you're putting out there too. Exactly, exactly. So if people are hearing about you for the first time uh, with this show, uh, what's the best way to, to find your music? Where, where can someone uh, find out what you're up to as far as, you know, hearing your songs and also finding out about future shows and things like that? Sure. Um, my Instagram is AJLino10. So A-J-L-I-N-O-1-0. You know, I got stuff on Instagram, like I said, um, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, 
you know, even on Facebook, you know, I'm all over the place because I feel like the more you put yourself out there in social media, the more flames and the more way you can put yourself out, you know. And I'm also on TikTok, you know. Everything is just AJ Lino, okay. and then you should be able to find me out there. Do you have a lot of uh, a lot of music out there now, or are you just sort of starting to starting to release a bunch of singles? Yeah, I have a lot of music, you know, plus features as well. I started putting off stuff, putting out stuff in 2019. Okay. So I have about twenty like, something tracks out there, and I still have more on the way. You know what I'm saying? Are those? Are you just uh, focused on releasing singles at this point, or are these eventually going to be released in a, an album or you know a larger project? Um, I've released just one EP. I'm quite sure so far since I started putting stuff out. But now I'm focusing on singles, and the more fan base I start to attract, that's going to determine when I'm going to drop my album and things like that. Makes totally makes sense. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, Angelino, Angelino, whoa. touch your body, body pop. Whining for me, body pop. Hold somebody, yeah, yeah, body pop. See melody, girl. Where you done day on my life for sure Everything I do, baby, not for you Make you no go fall for that boy who chain Four estates with a brand new crib Drive new bills looking like Wheezy She no want me cause she like Louis Make a call, she easy, put time on repeat Girl You know say not you I lie My name is Ariho Trevor. Yes, I'm Ugandan-born, recently moved to Canada. I'm an artist, singer, songwriter, and music producer. I've been doing it for a while, close to three years now. And it has been an experience, a journey of learning from so many different artists. And the way that I would describe my kind of music and my inspiration behind it would be mostly Afro sounds, Afrobeat sounds, and 
that's of hip hop because hip hop has been a culture that has been spread throughout the world. Sure. To the point that it reached Africa where it was, where I was born. And I got so intrigued by the sound. And from then, I have been blending it with Afrobeat and hip hop. And wow, that's the best way I would describe my music. Sure. And like you said at the beginning, too, you're a singer songwriter. Um, and so, so you're not, you're, 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 doing elements of hip-hop but you're not just rapping you're, you're singing as well and you, you're playing instruments and things like that what is your sort of response been uh since you came to canada and started playing music here yes ever since i came to canada there was a transition that i had to go through in terms of the delivery of the kind of music i make because at first it was strictly recorded tracks from studio and i get to canada i get to interact with so many different artists and the audience here. And I get to learn that artists here need to go the extra step of learning an instrument, of learning how to control equipment like live and for everyone to see how it's done, how the real music is made. So I had to transition into that, you know? Yeah, so I reached here, go to learn a couple of instruments and I had been playing some back home and I'm so glad that the knowledge that I had received from back home has played a big role in the kind of music I do right now and how I express it and how I share it yeah. to the audience. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you think that the uh, the audiences here in Canada, you know, maybe some of the stuff you're doing is new to them if they, if they don't have the same kind of background as you and they're hearing some of these sounds or, or these influences for the first time, um, what has their reaction been? Have you had a positive response from, from people in Canada who are maybe being introduced to some of this music uh, for the first time? Yes, for sure. I have had a very interesting interaction with most of the audiences and most of the people of I've shared my music with because first of all, it's new sound. It's something that is very intriguing. The first time you hear it, it's like, wow, it's a, a blend of hip hop and, and Afro sounds and all this. And it's like most people who haven't gotten an experience of having an artist like present the music that I'm presenting to them live is like something new and it's very exciting to see. And though to some people who have actually heard this kind of music, there's always this kind of relation of comparing of this artist have heard this artist. So it's a two-sided thing. It's like some people it's new, to some people it's, a, let me say, a recreation of an African sound, you know? So that's it. Well, and I guess since you've been here, you probably have absorbed other sounds too that are that are coming into what you do, right? I imagine you're being influenced by what you're seeing and hearing here in Canada. Uh, that's that's got to be seeping into your sort of creative process, right? Yes, for sure. I have become accustomed to some music that I I hadn't listened to back home. It was like back home, I strictly listened to Afro sounds because they were everywhere. But I reached here, and there's all there's a different variety of music in terms of like folk music, jazz music yeah. has been something that was introduced to me when I got here in Canada and ever since I started learning more about it, especially as an instrumentalist, it has become very, very essential in the way I create my music, in the way I stylistically choose instruments or even just a sample or an instrument to use, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so... Canada has definitely inspired me to like take that extra step of like learning these new sounds, like what what is 
what am I going to share with this new audience? Or like, what am I going to share with the people who are back home in Africa that is new to them, you know? So that's basically it, yeah. Yeah, well, you're introducing some of the stuff you're hearing here to people back home too, which is kind of cool. You got, you're introducing the stuff from back home to people here and then you're doing the other way around. You're introducing yeah, them to, to some of these styles you're discovering here in Canada. Yeah, it's a two-sided thing. And yeah. it's, it's very interesting, very interesting indeed because it's like you have to keep the originality of where you're from, of what you've been doing for a while, while still being someone who is adaptive and as an artist who is growing, you know? So yeah, it's interesting to learn. Do you think that because you have uh, a lot of different sounds and you're playing instruments and you're singing, I mean, do you think you have more opportunity somewhere like Winnipeg to um, get yourself involved in different aspects of the music scene than, say, if you were just rapping? I mean, you have sort of these extra skills that, that you're bringing to the table. Do you think that gives you uh, more options, I guess, as far as, you know, where you might end up playing shows or who you could perform with and things like that? Yeah, for sure. It has... It has been very interesting to see how many people would love to see a rapper who plays instruments you know it, it's like i usually get up on stage and i have an instrument and everyone is expecting me to sing in a certain pop style sure a certain jazz style but like when i i bring in this aspect of blending the pop the jazz with rap and instrument and being an instrumentalist that is playing live it's, it's always something new so it's like i have to keep on pushing myself to find a new audience because some days i'm performing for an audience i want a rapper some days i'm performing for people who want an instrumentalist another day i'm working as an mc so it's like everywhere i go there's a different aspect of the art that comes out you know so it's interesting for sure, it, it doesn't get boring in terms of me <laughs> as an guy. You know, it's like one day I'm rocking and then the next day I'm playing a, a song of someone else's album. You know, so it's it's very interesting, I'm sure. Well, it's, it's good to have that versatility then because you can, you can play all those different shows. But um, what does it mean to you to be involved in a show like this Future of Music show where you're potentially, you know, uh, introducing yourself to, to, to much wider audiences than may have heard you before? Yes, uh, introducing myself to an audience like Future Music is a big step, is a big next step because I I moved to Canada about a year back and ever since I moved here, it was like starting afresh, putting the the audience that I had together sure. back home wasn't the same, you know, it was like starting afresh. So an opportunity like Future Music is going to be the first step to ever getting out there as an artist who is in Canada because I recently released an album and it is platform to share lots of this music that I recently put out. So it's a life-changing opportunity and I'm looking forward to doing the very best that I, I can, you know, to to show who I am as an artist and my personality and what the future holds for me as an artist. Cool. What's the best way for people to, to hear your music, uh, you know, now that uh, if someone's being introduced to you for the first time at that show where they're hearing this and they, they, they want to check out more of your stuff, what's the best way to find you online and, and, and hear your music and also find out when you're playing shows? Yes, the best way to find my music is through YouTube. YouTube is the first platform that I put most of my work, let it be vlogs, let it be anything about the shows that I attend and the shows that I 
I have and all my music is there straight from day one. All the tracks that I ever had on YouTube. I have Spotify. My latest album, The Rebirth, is out on Spotify and it's quite interesting to see how how it's moving already. You know, it has just been a week so far and it is it's already getting out there, you know. So Spotify, then all the rest of the platforms, SoundCloud, Audio Mark, all my music is available. It's that guy, Trevor, everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Joey Medic. I'm a hip hop rapper. Uh, <laughs> oh man, sorry, I'm a little tired still. I did I woke up not long ago. It's all good. But yeah, no, I make rap and hip hop music. Um, uh, individual artist coming out of Winnipeg, and yeah, it's been about just it's been a year and a couple months now that I've been like properly doing this, and it's it's pretty cool. I've seen a lot of growth in myself and like just in the community in general, and it's 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 a 
great experience to be a part of. Well, maybe that's a good, a good place to start too, is the, is the community, because I mean, hip hop obviously worldwide is it's such a massive genre and there's so many, you know, different subgenres and sub scenes and different variations on, on hip hop. Uh, where do you think you fit in sort of in terms of style, in terms of, um, you know, what type of rap that you're doing and, and, and where you would place yourself, I guess, on the spectrum of, of hip hop as a, an umbrella genre? Yeah. Yeah, for me personally, I'd, I'd put myself more into like the, the old school, more the boom bap category there, uh, especially like, oh, I love like like MF Doom, uh, what's it called, Logic, I mean, guys like that, but even so like Wu-Tang, uh, just a lot of, I don't know, just a lot of guys more on that vibe kind of thing, but even like Griselda and those guys from there, like just a lot more of that old school kind of like grimy or darker vibe, you know? Uh, Cause especially like you said, there's a lot of subgenres to hip hop now. I mean, it's becoming the new rock kind of thing. Everyone's got some way they're doing it. But yeah, for me, I, I like keep it simple. I like to put my message out there, be real with it. And that's all it really comes down to. Well, a lot of that stuff that you're referencing too, I mean, uh, artists like Wu-Tang, for example, there's definitely an emphasis on, on lyrics over everything else. I mean, obviously, you know, the beat is important and the, the, the overall vibe of it is important, but it's very kind of densely lyrical style of hip-hop. Is that sort of what appeals to you about it? Is that that emphasis on, on storytelling and on lyrics? Yeah, like, that. that's the big thing for me. I, I like being able to understand the picture they're painting. I like being able to see it as a whole because especially, like, for me, like, for work, I, I teach health and safety courses and first aid courses. So I'm always talking to people. I'm always giving out information. Yeah. And I like to do the same with my music. I like to be able to paint people a picture so they know what they're looking at. And if they don't like it, they don't like it. It is what it is. It's not for everybody. But if I can successfully get my words out clearly... I can enunciate them properly and I can show them the picture I'm painting. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it? What has the reception been like to, to your stuff? I mean, like you said, you've been doing this kind of heavily for about a year and a bit now. What's the reaction been from, from local uh, fans? It's been really good, man. I can't even lie. Like it, it's been, it's been pretty dope. Uh, especially like in 2022, uh, me and I work with the 204 collective. Uh, it's a bunch of other individual artists. We're just working together to build each other up kind of thing. But like, even like, uh, we opened for Afro man. We opened for Tony Ayo when he came here, uh, mad child when he came here, my buddy magic is opening for Dave East on Saturday. Uh, there we go. Uh, my buddy Magic is opening for Dave East on Saturday, and I'm gonna be a part of that set. Cool. And every time I'm on one of those sets, like one of those bigger name sets kind of thing, I always get people coming up to me after, like, "Oh my God, that was so good! That was so good! Like, I really like what you're doing." Blah blah. blah. And it's nice because people are actually recognizing what you're doing. You know, like especially my Unreal session that I did a couple weeks ago uh with unreal creative i've had a lot of artists in the city hitting me up after that like hey i saw your session like that was really dope man we gotta work on something and it's nice people are actually recognizing what i'm doing yeah. it's it's nice yeah well and those are all fairly high profile um opportunities too like some of those artists you're opening for and those unreal sessions are getting a lot of spread around online quite a bit so i mean that's got to help especially as a relatively new artist too the fact that you're 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 being seen and heard by all these people who you know maybe otherwise wouldn't have had an opportunity to hear what you're up to oh yeah 100 percent 
So with with these events, like the, the Future of Music event, what is what does doing something like that mean to you? I mean, do you see that as an opportunity to, to, to get yourself heard by, by different audiences or by people who maybe otherwise wouldn't be into the style you do or something like that? Oh, 100%. Like, the, the one thing I've noticed about the uh, Future of Music competition is that it's a lot of different types of artists, yeah. like, from rap and hip-hop and whatnot. But, like, you have a lot of Afro artists, you have a lot of R&B artists coming in and stuff. It's it's a really great opportunity, especially because, like, I, I've been selling my tickets and getting all my friends coming out and whatnot, you know. Uh I'm gonna have a lot of people coming up in there and it's a good way for people i already know to actually like properly experience my music and it's a great way for people i don't know to actually have like a real nice intro to my music sure because this is a solid set i believe yeah it's 20 minutes or so and in those 20 minutes that is just me i'm doing what i'm doing and oh i've been i've been working very hard to get this all solidified and everything like even i was in the studio the other day getting songs ready for this uh competition cool. it's it's gonna be a very good time i'm very excited well if someone is hearing about you for the first time there or hearing about you for the first time on this show what's the best way to find your stuff i mean where can people a find your music and b find out what you're doing as far as potential new shows and, and things like that yeah, for sure. Uh, you can find my music on YouTube, Apple Music, uh, Spotify. It's all under Joey Medic, and Medic is spelled with a K. Uh, but yeah, you can find my music on most platforms. I got an EPL with my buddy. I have a solo track I have out as well. Uh, on YouTube, you can find a couple music videos I've done and whatnot uh, with myself, uh, the collective, and other uh, artists. But even so... Uh, I'm sorry. What was the second half of the question? <laughs> the second half of the question was uh, if someone wants to find out where you're playing shows. Because, I mean, you know, someone can yeah, hear this yeah. a month from now, and maybe by then you have a bunch more shows or whatever, right? So, where can they find that information? Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, no. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, you can. The best place to find any information about my shows is probably my Instagram. Okay. Uh, I post pretty frequently on there on my story and whatnot. So, uh, you can go follow me on Instagram or any socials at Joey Medic. It's all Joey Medic. So if you, if you need to find Joey Medic, just look up Joey Medic online and you'll find all the handles and everything. Awesome. But yeah, for updates on shows, 100% Instagram is the best place to go. Lights are turning green. I leave this bitch in the smoke. I didn't even have to cheat. 
Looking at me, it's too hazy. All of these bitches are thinking I'm crazy. Up in the club, bitch, I'm feeling amazing. I get up on stage and I'm going insane. Look at my eyes, sure knows I am faded. We gonna get it, but first we gonna blaze it, uh. Bitches out here only trying to hate. Put your hands up and say fuck all the pagans. Hands in the air, put them down, say fuck them. Popping out the shots, we don't run, we just duck them. I back, take shots for the nuts, they are done. Then I head to the club where my homies are gone. Hop another whip, hella ill, I'm fucked up, but it doesn't matter. You know I'm stuck up. Shorty's looking at me for the plans and the fun, hun. I'm going home, I'm fucking done. What am I going? I'm lost for fun. Head to the road until I'm gone. Making these moves and I feel like the dawn. And I'm getting home, better pass out of my lawn. Too many shots, feeling dead like I'm Sean. Fiends out here selling the world of the pawn. You ain't a demon, you act like a fun. And I'm spitting this pain on the mic till I'm gone. Hitting it now, hitting it wait. Clean up the message you started to make. You really thought this shit was fake. I never thought that I'd be sweeping a rake. It shows who you want, it shows who we ain't. Making my takes, smoking a pick for the snakes. Perception is all that it takes, all that it takes, all that it takes when you're trying to live and get away from the fakes. All of the fakes, all of the people who are lurking, they're just trying to quit doing takes. Better than wait, I cannot wait for the day when they see me ahead, filling with dread. They gonna know the mistakes that they made. They gonna hear everything that I said. Spewing your shit, I reside in your head. Feels like a me and they us in the red. Ready to kill it, the crust fucking done, so I'm about to go seal it. I'm making my peas in this beat, I'ma kill it. Running around with the game and we going insane. Medic, the man is a name, you know we making it rain. All of these bars going off of my brain, going off of my brain, going off of my brain, yeah. All of these bars going off of my brain. This that real shit we spitting, clarity to my name. Medic the man, we going insane.